0: Welcome to Bellwether Friends. Definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on pop culture and why you think we think you should like what we like. I don't know how Carolyn did this. You should trust me because I'm a librarian. Uh, every couple of weeks I will get together with some non-alcoholic beverage for me. I really need to edit this. And someone else to talk about pop culture-y topics what we think and how we feel, and we'll end the show with our current obsessions, which you don't have, I'm sure you have an obsession. Who are we today? I am Anna, librarian living in Western Massachusetts, who is uh, recording on Christmas, and I have with me Angie, not a librarian, from, where are you from now? Delaware. Delaware. Hi. Just barely though. (laughs) Delaware. Yes. Um, and she's the first person that's ever been on a show that's not a librarian, as far as I know. So, but you're a, you're an English professor, so.
1: I'm adjacent to books. Librarian. A ad- lot. Yeah,
0: right, exactly. So the reason that you're on the show today, other than the fact that you ended up here and I badgered you into it, is because of our mutual passion for... The pop culture artifact that is the X-Files, which is no longer an artifact, is a living, (laughs) breathing monument to fan obsession. I don't know. Entity. It's an entity. It's an entity.
1: But not an EBE. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. So, I have a series of questions to ask you. (laughs) Okay. I don't know the answer to some of these. How long have you watched the X-Files?
1: Uh, I started watching it second season.
0: So, okay, so it started in 93? 92. 93? That sounds about right. So you watched it before you came to college. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, just barely.
0: Because I was trying to figure out when I watched, when I started watching it. And I don't think I watched it before I got to college. Which means that you probably were the person that got me watching it. I am known
1: as an enabler.
0: I know that. <laughs> After 20 years. <laughs> I'm aware of this. Um, so I'm going to blame you for watching, like, for the first time. Guilty. Thank you. It's been a great 20 years of fandom. <laughs> so things that we used to do in college that were X-Files related. Number one... Go to the computer lab on... Go to the computer lab. I'm going to plug this in. Pause myself. I don't know where the microphone wasn't plugged in. Maybe that's better. Go to the computer lab on Saturdays, Friday nights, Sundays. (laughs) This was in the early days of the internet. The so maybe ages, our maybe yeah. our s- junior and senior years mm-hmm. mostly search for pictures. Yes, <laughs> of X Files cast members, predominantly Jillian Anderson. Cause... That I might have had something to do with that. Well, that and Scully. Right, she's way better than Mulder. I mean,
1: uh, the, it was very much a more Scully centric dorm room. i it, it was.
0: I don't know why they. They we had free printing.
1: Yes, we did. And we, we d-
0: took advantage of that. Yes, we did. But I think
1: um, one of the things that was really probably terrifying to anyone who didn't know about our obsession uh, and who came to our dorm room, and I don't think we necessarily warned people, is that we had what is now known as the, the shrine, shrine. Um, which was, at the time, there, it was such a phenomenon by our junior-senior year, that we bought basically every available commercial magazine yes, that, that that featured from from TV guide to variety to the actual monthly
0: but not magazine. all of them because Shirley Spice sent me some entertainment weeklies that's true with covers Last year, because she was cleaning out her house. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't
1: have those? No, we didn't have them. But you know what we did have? When we went abroad, we had had all the British ones with the bigger, glossier covers. So, basically, we had an entire patchwork all over our entire mosaic of our dorm rooms that were basically, I won't say nothing but the X-Files, but 80%. Eighty-five percent the X Files, except for a five-foot square patch behind the front door. Yep, that was Zen
0: empty space. That was Zen
1: empty space by Anna Decree. That's right.
0: And so another thing that we did was um, I would go on to was it the what are the air the reruns aired on TNT or FX 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 of course sorry. I would go on their website and I would look up the times of the reruns and I would copy and paste carefully into a Word document and I would print it out and I would put it on our dorm room door in To let year. the
1: other residents know. That's when the
0: common room would be
1: occupied. And commandeered. There, there was a strict respect the X-Files policy and if you were walking into the lounge... Be quiet because somebody might be, especially on Sunday nights. Right, you need to be silent because if commercials aren't on, there are some very cranky people if you're talking. Yeah, um, and I think we managed to suck in.
0: We sucked a in a fair few people number or of people in our or, dorms, or, or basically most people weren't watching TV on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, I mean we had some captive audience. I mean they weren't going to watch anything else in our dorm but that. So right,
0: so they. Might I mean as it well was that or nothing. I'm not yeah. sure. When in my life I've been that, um, assertive. (laughs) Since. It was in a good cause. It was for a very good cause. Um, so, now the X-Files, well, I should say, first, the series continued after we left school and could no longer watch it together. How long did you watch weekly episodes?
1: I was pretty obsessive and hung on. I know, I think through season seven, I had a lot of trouble weathering the cast changes after Duchovny went back to LA. Um, I'm really bad with the cast changes in general. And in my favorite shows, it's, it's, It's very difficult for me, and I don't think I made it past the first half of the eighth season, and I never did. I've never gone back, so the new revival is going to be really interesting. I watched the second movie but i did i never saw we the saw last that in episode the theater, yes. yeah okay yeah we did we saw it together I know. but i've never seen this the finale oh, i've never i've never like seen sci-fi. the finale i've never seen i've never seen the end of the series i know generally what happened because people would as a kind of psa keep me in touch with what was happening with the x files but i
0: I Was so, so cranky. Yeah, so I, I watched about the same amount. I watched the seventh season. I watched some of the eighth season. I was catching up on the recaps on t- television without mm-hmm. pity. So I kind of knew what was happening. And I think I tuned back in for the finale, which is the same thing I did with ER. <laughs> <laughs> like, I missed, you know, like five seasons there, but I tuned in for the finale. And, but I don't remember anything about it at all. And I don't know... I mean we watched the second movie but I don't remember much about that either cuz oh, it do. wasn't very good. Oh, I do. So, a couple of years ago, several years ago now, we started a project where we were we were rewatching the series
1: pretty much an episode a week together right. with an another a, friend. Right.
0: And uh, you know, this was before there was any hint that there would be <laughs> a revival. A revival which made us look really prescient, I guess. Except that we're not going to be caught up. Before no, we're mid are What
1: near the end of season
0: six, and there's just well, no that's way. that's Fine, this we're this, this that's is about the last where we want season, to be. I would say <laughs> we we've had this argument between the three of us about how far we're going to rewatch. Well, and I think the thing is is that all of us thought that somebody in the group wanted
1: to get all the way through. That and, was me. And the general consensus <laughs> is none of we might feel a sort of ethical obligation but right. not Complete, a great deal completist. of emotional desire. I
0: think we could at least hate watch it. No. We could do it. Okay. I think we could do it. Well, but in this Okay. So when it originally aired and we were watching it, mm-hmm. one of us was a shipper.
1: <laughs> that was you.
0: And one of us was not. Now, I believe Scully and Mulder was the original ship.
1: I think that ship is I think originated
0: so. there. So, I wanted them to get together because I like romance. <laughs> and you didn't want to get them together because it's way better for plot reasons if they never get together.
1: I had a couple of reasons why I didn't want them to get together. Um and it's not just because I like um us. Um <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, you have to define us. Oh, unresolved sexual tension. Thank you. Am I supposed to say UST? I don't know. I just read the thing. Well, it's like um, a lust
0: without the L. Right? Well,
1: I guess. Um, but one, I liked the idea of actually having a a. Male and female relationship up there that didn't end in, romance. Didn't end in romance. I agreed with that. It, that it is not inevitable that it had to happen. Two most series I've seen that have a driving emotional through line of that kind of tension. Once that tension is resolved, the writers tend to be so reliant upon that as a device and as a crutch that the writing and the dynamic between the characters tends to just plummet. Afterwards,
0: well, yeah. If it's a hetero couple, then they have to get married, and then they have to. Have a baby, because there's and then only it's all one their narrative. Their there's mom. exactly
1: and and frankly, um, they'd clearly struggled with Scully's gender throughout the series, with all of the mommy plots and the desperate lack of mommy plots and the forced pregnancy plots right. and the bodily integrity plots. Um, that the last thing I wanted to see was that kind of. Uh, heteronormative family dynamic and look exactly where we went the so s- like literally what happened they get together <gasps> magical baby i mean it's like magical baby oh look then now we have a relationship I and don't remember
0: and how all that happened i think i might have blocked
1: it out right? honestly i i don't remember either but i mean it's like oh look it's a package they're together there's a baby and oh look now we have it's it's Twenty. It's it's fifteen years later, and apparently part of the plot line is is well, the relationship didn't work out, but Scully's still obsessing about her uh, her missing baby because oh, what is Scully without being a mama trauma?
0: So I have and, and I can't kept even deal. Um, unspoiled. Un, I don't mind being spoiled, but okay, I purposely sorry. not looked at anything because I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. I would like it to be good, but I don't trust reboots in general? Yeah. Um, company of the most recent <laughs> Star Wars movie accepted. <laughs> yeah, they did pretty good, yeah. Um, so I guess what I would be looking for in a reboot would be, no, they don't have a sexual relationship. No, she doesn't obsess about her missing child. They're just working together. Um. But I know that's not going to happen. We have to have drama. Mm-hmm. Um but the best part I think the best episodes I think we are both on the same page here that they mostly were not conspiracy episodes they were standalone monster of the week they did better when they were humorous or at least they acknowledged in a line here or there that there was a, some absurdity a humor in the world to the to their relationship mm-hmm. some kind of humorous tension in mm-hmm. addition to the and the and the part that always drives me crazy at the end of the episode is when she's perfectly rational and um, is giving good examples of why whatever it is, is could not be the case, but then he ends up being right anyway. The and
1: narrative rewards him without any actual reason to.
0: Right. Again and again and again. So, yeah. I think that um, it'll be good to see them again. I um I read or I listened to her book, um, A Vision of Fire which she It was fiction, right? It was fiction and it the second one just came out a vision of ice and you know, I guess it's her ideas but there's this like sci secondary writer ghostwriter guy who did the writing. I don't know. Okay. But anyway I listened to the audiobook and I was like, Oh yeah. This is how she, this is what she's like now. I can, I can, I would like to see her as Scully now, you know, watch the fall. And I haven't seen as much with David Coveney recently, so I don't know what, what he's up? like, mm-hmm. except puffier. We all get puffier. We all get puffier, except for Jillian <laughs> Anderson. She just gets stringier and stringier.
1: Well, you lose your baby fat in your face. She was so young. She was tiny. She
0: was so young. <sighs> she was. So, what is the most exciting thing you've heard about the reboot? I think the most,
1: okay, the most exciting things that I've heard about the reboot, Reboot. I just watched a, a little short sort of you know, wet your taste for the show preview a few minutes ago, actually. <laughs> and I know, I know. Um, the most exciting things I heard is that they're trying to a little bit reset the relationship, and that makes me happy. I'm less happy about the the baby drama um, and Scully angsting about that. Um, but I do like that um, they showed a little scene where Scully's basically calling Mulder on the fact that she really does believe that he's going to... Um eventually succeed in his quest, but the big questions that kind of frame her life, which really frustrating for me uh frustratingly for me um the writers have always centered for her, around her uh kind of traditional family stuff, which in terms of gendering it's like for for God's sake, it's not.
0: She hardly has any family left, so... Well, yes,
1: but it's, it's all centered around maternity for her, <sighs> um, as if there was nothing else going on with this woman, that she has nothing else going on in her life that isn't either Mulder or William um, ever, um, and that's kind of frustrating to me, but the fact that she's actually calling Mulder on the idea that it is kind of tragic for her that... She does believe, she has faith that his quest will be fulfilled, but that her quests are largely unfulfillable and that she acknowledges that as actually a problem was something that I actually liked. So I liked that. I liked that they actually talked about an episode breakdown wherein only the first and last episodes are conspiracy episodes because I don't really care about the conspiracy episodes. Six total, right? Six total episodes. That four episodes are monster of the week, I think that's a good ratio, because yeah, about two is about all than, I can yeah. deal with, and it's actually better than I thought I was going to have to deal with. And if they're not back-to-back,
0: back, it's even better.
1: Yes, that also means probably only two of those episodes are at least going to directly deal with William, thank you. And at least one of those episodes is going to be one of the funnier ones, and I'm hoping that it will be in the vein of something like um, Jose Chung
0: that or be nice. Bad
1: Blood or... What if
0: Alex Trebek came back? He's still alive. He Nothing is still is alive. Him. How?
1: But, I mean, as as a man in black, that could be kind of funny. Um.
0: <laughs> Here's a casting idea for you. Let's say William would be played by... He's 15-ish at 15-ish this 15-ish? point. He should oh, okay. be 15. I was going to suggest the guy who played Kylo Ren played William... <laughs>
1: How old is that guy? Because in the novelization, he's, like 30. He's, supposed be, yeah, he's supposed to be, like, 30. I
0: know, I know. I'm I'm, just I mean, it is Hollywood, so. You know?
1: Thank you, no, I think we've had enough emo And Mulder kind of suits that demographic fine, so we don't need another Thanks. That's
0: thing.
1: true. He can take after his
0: mom. Okay, so here's my qu- next question. Were you aware that Scully is a medical doctor? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, um, uh, that was actually something that I kind of also enjoyed about the previews. I think it came up like three times. So yes, She's
0: still a medical doctor. She's still a
1: medical doctor. You know it what has they not say, expired. A
0: medical doctor. No, I don't know. Easily me. forgotten Easily if you forgot. happen to be
1: in heels. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't know All right, so I have some other questions for you. Yeah. Um, are we going to watch the movie before the the second movie before the? Episodes start airing. We have, like, a month.
1: You know, we probably should because our third party hasn't watched it. I don't think she
0: has. But I
1: do recommend something stronger than tea that day. Okay.
0: Um, Because
1: I've sat through it once.
0: And we paid money for it. Yes, we did. We were excited. I mean... Yes, we were. But cautious. We drove across straight lines to see it together. We did, and, um... See that's why I'm worried about this reboot because I didn't I don't know Once if we were twice shy. Right, well, I don't know if we were that excited about the movie, but it was like it had been a while since the show ended, and mm-hmm. they brought back the characters, and it mm-hmm. was tornado. you're having deja vu and right. I'm trauma little, deja vu. I'm, I'm a little wary. I'm very wary. I,
1: I I don't know. I mean, the way that they're talking about the the way that Chris Carter talked about the way that the relationship. Dynamic. He, he where he the way he talked about that at least in this little I won't call it a documentary but preview that I saw actually gave me a little bit of hope because he said we aren't going to we aren't going to take back I, and I, I'm I'm paraphrasing I'm not going to exactly quote but he said something to the effect of we're going to stay true to what we did in the movie in the last episode we aren't going to pretend that history didn't happen but. They're in a different place here. That's going to reset the dynamic to something much more like what was in the series. I think I won't say that he was chastened, mm. but he acknowledged both that How there. Poor
0: box office will do that to anyone.
1: Well, it will, and I think I think they realized that it made it didn't give the writers as much to work with, mm-hmm. and I think that the writers went places that didn't satisfy, and I think they realized that, that it messed with the dynamic that the fans, even the shippers, right? Even the them, The, yes. even the, 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 the shippers like, oh, found together, the ship as
0: written. Yeah, they didn't like it either. Unsatisfying, because frankly, it was terrible.
1: Yeah.
0: I it was awful. I think I blocked it all out, but I, you know, at well, some point... It was so blockable. I went from being a shipper to not being a shipper, and I think it was, I don't think it was that movie, but that movie didn't like bring me back. It didn't.
1: Being given what you thought you wanted didn't make you right, not like exactly. it any better. I was
0: like, mm, no, still no. First six seasons, yes. <laughs> Everything else so far, no.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very sad.
1: Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that kind of helped here is he described it as a very complicated relationship, and I think that's true. Two people who respect each other, love each other, care about each other, like each other, drive each other kind of crazy, right? Um, and whose relationship is really founded on uh, a productive conflict yeah. that is underwritten by deep affection and respect.
0: I, I've, I've sold whatever show you're describing sounds great.
1: I mean, <laughs> and the problem is, is that when we tend to write relationships, we tend not. When we tend to write consummated romantic relationships, we tend to say roll the credits, and then we write stupid
0: stories. This is true. You don't need to open that door, cat. I swear. <laughs> so I have a few additional questions based on previous episodes of the show. Yes. Number one, what is your definition of boy band? What? Oh, you mean
1: previous... You don't mean previous episodes of the X no, Mile. Mean, I mean this, this show. I was so confused. This show. Okay, sorry. <laughs> My definition of boy band. Do I have a, a categorical description of boy band?
0: For example, Wham. There's two people. It's a little small for a boy band, but I don't think that that actually
1: disqualifies them from being a boy band.
0: For example, your Japanese boy band... Arashi? Has an average age of...
1: Right now, 34. Right. Yes.
0: But they're still a boy band. Well, they started out as a boy band. So, if you start out... Well, do we have a manned band as a... I think it's called a band,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or we just call it a band.
0: Oh, okay. Then, then the alliteration is gone.
1: Well, I think the the actual character of the band hasn't changed over their development, That's true. and they're so still the same entity. they're 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 still the same. Entity. They
0: retained the youthful quality of their music.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So, if you have, is there is there a number? After which it's not a boy band anymore, like if you had ten ten of them, that'd be a group? Like chumba Wumba.
1: Well, I think that my my definition of this might be a little bit weird because I'm I pay attention to some of the Japanese fandoms where they have what I almost think of as these sort of modular groups. This is good. Where um they may call X a group, but they have them in certain configurations, and there may be 15 of them, but they have sort of sub-teams, but they're still... This is
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: I know. And and it works differently for the women and the men, because in the girl groups, the girls tend to graduate.
0: Looking
1: <laughs> for them. As individuals, or when they marry, or when they, oops, get caught dating, um, the men tend to graduate sometimes into singular careers or the groups actually break off into smaller groups or not it's harder to tell this seems to be a newer phenomenon for guys the big the big mega groups yeah. um now I'm not an expert in in the no, big no, no. big groups because right. they're younger than that would kind of skeeve me out frankly <laughs> um, I'm happy with my 30 year old <laughs> but um but I get the impression that they you know that they kind of work in a different more fluid dynamic um but they are still recognized as a group and then they have these sort of m- more fluid subgroups but they're still considered a boy band or okay. a, or a boy group they or don't actually group. play
0: that's true they don't play instruments, instruments. Well,
1: they may play instruments but, that's not but they don't either it's not it's not but th- they don't they aren't the main Instrumentalists for the That's concerts, true. okay. And I think that is amazing. I think
0: that is important. Uh, we were talking about all like bands. figures being involved, having svengali like figures involved in your development. Do you might mean? be like some person that pulls you together or selects you. Either to, the
1: producer or yeah. the head of the company. Yeah, that that's absolutely true in the case of it, uh, it's a little weird in Japan because there are only like two or three major companies oh, okay. who control all of them and there's like a
0: a, a guys company like and a we, girls company who basically this? control
1: it. I'm sure there are.
0: Okay. But they're just in Japanese. Maybe. No,
1: I'm sure there are a couple in English.
0: Okay. So com- changing topics completely. Yep. You're a known fanfic reader. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> What are your favorite name squishes? Speaking of shipping, which we had to say because Mulder and Scully do not have a name squish that is satisfactory at all.
1: What are my favorite name squishes?
0: I'm not sure I have
1: name squish, favorite name squishes. Right.
0: You can say what your favorite. Um, what, do you have a favorite pairing right now? Like, you don't have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean... It it depends it depends on which subsection of of my favorite fandoms. I'm 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 a Steve Tony fan, sorry.
0: That's not. You don't have to apologize. So in the Marvel fandom so in called? comics,
1: uh Steve Tony or Stony? Stony. I know. I it like sounds it. So stupid. Stoney. But that's in the comics fandom. It's a little bit more complicated in the movies fandom.
0: So the oh, okay. I that's what's really complicated, That's is that what's there are complicated. two different fandoms. Well, there are many. Least. It
1: depends on... Uh, in the 616, which is the main comic's continuity, that, see, this is what happens. There are at least, I would say, five different major continuities in the Marvel fandom. So when you say, do you ship X... I didn't then. say that. But if somebody's does, if somebody says, What's you say, your favorite well, ship? and you say, more. Well, it's these characters, and then you can say, Well, do you mean in Ultimates, which is sixteen ten? Or do you mean it in Marvel Adventures? Do you mean it in Avengers Assembled? Do you mean it in EMH, which is a different cartoon that predated Avengers Assembled? Do you mean it in the MCU, which is the movies no, universe? This is the do you mean of it rebooting. in Noir? Well, that's not rebooting. Most of these are actually simultaneously running. Oh my god. Right, so if you are in the comics fandom, and this will be the same if you're in d c do you ship X2 characters? well, what in what comics run with what writers sh- doing it in do you mean in the cartoons? do you mean in the movies? do you mean so if you have a complicated or if you're an Arthurian fandom, well do you mean in the French tradition or the British tradition in the German tradition, in the cartoons in the movies you, I didn't you know so if you have a complicated
0: Arthurian fandom. I know oh, yes. I'm very innocent, innocent. I mean, I'm not
1: in it, but I but but people when I have students who know that I'm in a as as will out eventually, um, know that I'm in one type of fandom, then they will come to me and say, Well, have you read this Arthurian fic? Oh and okay. I will say No, I would stay away from that because that's too close to what I do in my work. Heck no. Um, And then they will tell me that it's actually a really huge thing. And I actually don't know if it's actually related to uh, medieval texts or fiction related to medieval texts. I suspect the latter.
0: What I've started to do is watch something... Like the sound of music, and then, or Beverly Hills 90210 or, or whatever, and then go to Archive of Our Own and see how see many there, yeah. how many fix there are, and who is being paired up in them, and mm-hmm. then think, huh. So either it's something that I thought could be a thing, and it is a thing, or no one has ever thought it's a thing and put it on Archive of Our Own. So,
1: yeah. No, it is really interesting to look at those metrics. It's
0: fascinating. Yeah. But I just like looking things up, I think. That's my main problem. Okay, so. Now I'm going to let you off the hook for questions. Um, Thank you for coming and talking to me. Do you have any musical obsessions? Do I have any musical obsessions? I'm obsessed with ABBA right now. What's the song I'm obsessed with? Eileen, what was the one that George really... Jumped up and down too. Do you remember? Was
1: it money, money,
0: money? Oh, I think it was money, money, money. Right now, I don't. I have what I would
1: call obsessions. I've been listening to Florence and the Machine's new album because I like it and it's very good driving music. And I just did a cross country drive.
0: It was this year. Um, but Is there a particular song on them
1: that I really like? Yeah. I like what kind of man. Um it's fine. Lost and
0: you lo- might not Lost
1: know. and Lonely. Sounds uplifting. I think that's right. Oh oh, it, it, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> it's a humdinger. <laughs> but yes, and I've been I've been listening to my boy band.
0: Well, of course. Hello. But they're not on Spotify. So they're are not on our Spotify. Obsession. But no,
1: it's it's a strong album. I would recommend it.
0: Well, I can link to it so that anyone who wants to. It's wants to. Um, not very Christmassy. No? It's not Christmassy? No. Um, well, we just talked about what was Christmassy. Devo.
1: Apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, I my other obsession is it. today's Christmas and I made everyone watch White Christmas. Yes, I've never movie, seen it. Which is a movie I've been obsessed with for My entire life, pretty much, since I watched movies. We watched on VHS. (laughs) Throwback Friday, which I didn't realize till I heard the rewind sound. The rewind sound, which is a sound I probably haven't heard in a decade. Be kind. Rewind. You used to work in a video store. I did. So I'm sure you used to hear it all
1: the time.
0: Wow. Um, and I recommend it. It still holds up. It has reasonable musical numbers. But it's kind of funny, and it has romance, and um, it made me Mm. cry. So, (laughs) White Christmas, it's a classic. I don't know when it was actually...
1: It's actually perfect for right now, too, especially if you're on the East Coast. Right. Because one of the major plot points is that they're on the East Coast. In Vermont. They're in Vermont, and there's no snow, and everyone's quite affronted by this, and it's actually causing all this economic hardship to some uh, major players in, in the movie. And if you are on the East Coast, you'll know why you this understand. should resonate right, with you. Right,
0: exactly. Okay, is there any- I find
1: it delightful, but
0: I realize why <laughs> other people might not. Um... Are there any, is there anything else you're obsessed with? We usually are just obsessed with something, a book or a movie or
1: a... I mean, as usual, I'm obsessed with comics. I'm still doing my read-throughs, so... Iron Man. Uh, Right now, yeah, I'm doing a dual, simultaneous read-through of uh, Iron Man and... uh, uh, Captain America, and I'm in 1982. Of course you are, because... So I'm tag-teaming the two... <laughs> well, I already did my Avengers and Iron Man simultaneous read-through, and I'm now going through Captain America. And I've got another ten years of Captain America to get through before I get to the infamous Cap-Wolf, when he gets turned into a terrible, silly werewolf. And I can't wait till I get to it.
0: Um. So if someone wanted to follow this or find you you're on tumblr i am on tumblr and where would they
1: go they would go to flange 5 f-l-a-n-g-e 5 (laughs) the the number 5 yes on tumblr and if you were interested in my comics read-throughs Um, There are a couple of tags you'd find those under. Otherwise, you'll find a little bit more of a mix of other things as well.
0: Usually things that you want to buy.
1: Well, those are under my enabling tag. If you have money after Christmas, if if you're a family that celebrates Christmas, (laughs) or after Hanukkah you have money... (laughs) Because this happens, um, I have a tag called Enabling, yeah. which will help you spend that money no,
0: that's not good. But on many things. Now, cookies, you, do, you also make incredibly detailed cookies. I do.
1: Usually fandom-related. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's on a site called Fanfectionary. It's a Tumblr as I'll, well.
0: I will link to it.
1: Oh, boy they you don't want me to. No, no, they're fine. No, please, look at the cookies. They're, they're very X-rated. fancy. I've only done two this year because I didn't have a very good uh, kitchen, kitchen for it, but I just moved, right. and I have an actual grown-up kitchen again, so I'm hoping to make lots of cookies. You are going to get four. season four cookies. We're going to have to pick out a good suit for her. Um, preferably, I mean, we can do black, but the black uh, food coloring... Uh, imparts a slightly bitter taste, so I think we should pick a lighter suit so that she'll so taste that good.
0: eat my skull and um,
1: cookies? Well, you should eat some of them. Okay. I mean, eventually. They are cookies.
0: Well, thanks for listening. I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace, H-G-L-G-R-G-A-G-R-A-C-E. And our in and out music is provided by Julie Jergens. You can find her on Twitter at hi miss Julie. H i m i s s j u l i e. start again <laughs> we'll put this in the outtakes <laughs>